0: Welcome to the Raw Songwriting Podcast. I'm your host, David Coyle, and today I've gathered together an elite ensemble of singer-songwriters for our second annual Christmas Roundtable. From our very first episode in season one, the dynamic duo of Teresa Storch and Peter Lasis have returned. And from just a few weeks ago, we have the superb sounds of John Lynn once again. And for the very first time, I'm overjoyed to introduce the powerful and personable Valerie Bott. Welcome to the show, gang hello
1: Hello great to be here yeah, great, great to great. be here David.
0: It's great to have you' all here so so normally I write up a bio for each of my guests uh, but <laughs> since there are several of you I figured uh, we could go around and you could tell us a bit about yourselves so
2: let's uh, let's start with uh, Teresa and Peter
3: Hello I'm Teresa Storch.
2: I'm Peter Laces and together we are.
3: Teresa and Peter. We we have your name. Uh,
2: A duo with an identity crisis.
3: (laughs) We have no idea. Uh, We've typically gone by Teresa Storch Duo because I have the website, basically. (laughs) Um, Anyway, no, we we are, yeah, we live in Longmont, Colorado. We uh, have been playing together for about seven years, eight years. And uh, recently got married. That's our big news. And um, we're excited to be back. On the podcast, and this is what happens
2: song. when you get a uh, like a folk girl from Omaha, Nebraska together with like a rock and funk guitar player from Jersey, and yeah. then stuff happens. So Ooh. that's that's the way that's what that's we sound like. That's the
3: way like. we create now. It's really do, interesting.
2: Now, now that you have uh, uh, um,
0: uh, had the marital congress, uh, do you find that your kind of show is this? There's <laughs> It's like con- but,
3: marital Congress. I, I don't
0: know. I don't know. You can interpret that how you want to. But do you find that your musical sound has become uh more more you know, intertwined? Or is it just the same as it was before?
2: Well, I mean I think we'll um and I think it just continues to evolve. I mean, an example, and we'll talk about when we, the song, the song we, you know, kind of wrote for this and you, as we tell the story about that, I think it's indicative of kind of how we collaborate and how we do things. Yeah. So we, we keep and inf- continue to influence each other. I mean, it's, mm. that's something that, that happens and it's like, you know, before you realize it, you've caught the bug and, you know, you're, you're starting to think like the other person does. So all
0: right, All right. Awesome. All right. Um, okay. Uh, John Lynn, tell us about yourself
1: hey everybody i'm delighted to be back on the raw songwriting podcast um i'm john lynn i live in washington dc where i teach music i teach guitar ukulele performance development songwriting and um i have a little band here called after the flood it's an americana quintet uh, which is really not doing much in the pandemic we we haven't done much we're just kind of getting back to Doing shows in the area, and um, what else? Um, I don't know. I like to make stuff up, so I write songs. Keeps me happy and from you know going nuts. I like to write sort of sad songs, but lately I've been writing more up tempo stuff, which is um, you'll see tonight actually in the in the show.
0: All right, all right. Looking forward to it. And mm. Valerie Bot, it's great to have yeah. you on the show.
1: Thanks so much for
4: having me. I'm really excited to be here. I really enjoy your podcast. I'm a fan. Um, I'm a singer songwriter live in Boulder, Colorado. And um, I'm also trying to uh, next year, my goal is to work full time as an artist and audio effects designer. And so I'm excited about what that will be like. Mm. And um, my big thing this past year has been my YouTube channel where I've been putting out videos about twice a week to keep up with my music during the slow pandemic. And, and it's been good.
0: Yeah, You've been really rolling it out. You've been very, very prolific uh, with your videos and everything. And, and you've been very, you've you've been putting out a bunch of Christmas videos too. So, so that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're gonna fit in right here just perfectly. So well, all right, gang. Well, it's a pleasure to have y'all here. Um, and uh, let me, uh, well, as is customary, uh, I sent out uh, a, a series of prompts for my guests to choose from, and uh, I'm going to read those off to you, so uh, you can get an idea of what what they were up against, and and then of course they they had a week to to work something out. So uh, the first the first prompt was a random image of basically some milk and cookies uh, with uh, candles lit just behind behind them, and they're all in a in a bale of hay, I presume here. So this is just yeah, milk and cookies in. Is that hay? What would you call that? Is that hay? Straw. Does yeah, the straw. Stuff that catches on fire pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. It, yeah, it does seem good. like it's a little dangerous there. So I guess you I can actually douse thought it that with was milk.
1: egg. I also thought it was eggnog. Oh, it could be,
0: it is a white milky substance in a glass, could very well be eggnog, could be, um,
1: milk, foamed milk,
0: could be milk of magnesia, it could be, could be any number of things. That's, that's the glory of the pictures that they say, they, a picture says a thousand words and oftentimes a thousand words, different people. So it's like, you can interpret it any number of ways. Um, All right, a random word, a Yule shard, also called a Yule jade, jade having been an insult once upon a time, and uh, it's someone who leaves a lot of work still to be done on Christmas Eve night. There was a random fact. It is tradition in Japan to eat Kentucky Fried Chicken for Christmas. Orders must be placed two months in advance. There was a random conceptual challenge. Write a response to your favorite or least favorite Christmas song. Then there was a series of Christmas alternatives. Uh, You could write a song about the winter solstice on December 21st. Newton Mass, which is uh, apparently Isaac Newton was born on December 25th. Human Light, which is a secular alternative. Uh, Holiday, which is the Pastafarian celebration of the flying spaghetti monster. Or Festivus, for the rest of us. Uh, which is an anti-consumerist alternative, which was originated uh, in the sitcom Seinfeld. So, all right, let's let's start off with uh, uh, Teresa and Peter, and uh, let's find out uh, which prompt did you choose.
2: Well, I'd like to start this off by saying that my wife doesn't always tell me everything, and uh, I'm seeing this prompt this uh, this image for the first time. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Well,
3: it was only sent to my Facebook account, so I, I didn't and, forward it on to you. I'm sorry. And we
2: operate on a needs-no basis. <laughs> I'm sorry,
3: honey. We had already started our song, unfortunately. We had started this Christmas song pre- pre-prompt. Pre-prompt. Oh, and, okay. Uh, like back we, in
0: Thanksgiving almost, right?
3: Yeah, sort of, yeah. It was, it was, it, it was it this is inspired by Thanksgiving activities. It was inspired by Thanksgiving, inspired by Thanksgiving and then, which is the preparation time for Christmas. And uh, we had started this idea together and Peter came up with this, he, he picked up an acoustic guitar, which he's normally an electric player and started coming up with a very mild uh, Christmassy riff. I don't know what to call it. I mean, sort of like a, in the vein of like, you know, in the bleak midwinter or, you know, and, and however our our, our topic, was not very mild it was it was kind of confrontational with um, having to do with the attempt to put up lights for my mother christmas lights
0: okay well let's uh home. well before we get we yes. get too much into it then why don't we why don't we listen to the song and uh, and we can we can uh, find out a little bit more about the the nitty-gritty details so this here is i, re- I what, what what's what's the official title
3: The official title is Grandma's Christmas lights. Uh, there was it was at one point called Bubby's Christmas lights because that is the, the name for grandma that we, we call my mom.
2: Ah Bubby. okay. But
3: that is that's not it's not as translatable to the whole world, so we switched it to Grandma.
2: Oh she right. didn't want it to get back to her. Yeah. Oh
0: oh well it might oh. still but <laughs> Okay. All right. Well this is uh, this is Grandma's Christmas Lights by Teresa Storch and Peter Laces. Here we go.
5: Grandma wanted lights on her front lawn, so we put up lights, but we did it all. Gave us directions Of where they all belong This mm-hmm.
0: Right, all right. That was Grandma's Christmas Lights by Wonderful. Teresa Storch and Peter Lasis. Before, before we get uh, 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 Teresa and Peter talking about it, I want to I want to just get first impressions from everybody. Uh, did Did Valerie or John? Did you have any thoughts on the on the song?
4: It felt like my family. First of all, really relate to that a lot, <laughs> and I just love the use of Jesus Christ on the end. That was, oh yeah, that was really well done.
1: I, I agree. I think this is a Christmas song. I mean, this could be a hymn. This is great. Well, I what love I, the way you take this, like it's a, like was probably said as an oath or a swear and turn it into something quasi reverent. I think it's brilliant. I love
0: it. I, Yeah, I, I, I agree. I thought, well, you know, it was interesting because I listened to the song, you know, just, just as I was kind of Setting up for the show, and I I didn't, I didn't read the lyrics, and I wasn't looking at it that closely, and I, I, I took it to mean, I mean, I, I took it as, as, as yeah, like a much more reverent song, and it's, I love the layers, I love the idea that if you're looking closely at the lyrics, it's like, oh, there's a little bit of conflict going on here. I also got the impression from that last verse that it was almost a political song. I was thinking, oh, this is some sort, there's like a political allegory going on, um, and and I and I was thinking, I'm looking forward to seeing what the rest of the lyrics were, because uh, I, I, like again, I was only kind of half listening to it while I was working on some stuff. Um, but yeah, this is this is a this is a great tune. So, so tell us about oh, tell us about it. Yeah,
3: I'm trying not to laugh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> laugh away, feel free. It's,
3: I I don't know if I should be proud or embarrassed. <laughs> oh, be song. proud,
0: be proud. Because <laughs> it's sort of
3: like what did we just create? What is this? It is hilarious. Um, we, yeah, we, we started out with this conversation about my parents and how they were complaining about so much about us doing these lights for them and how we fixed them. And and so we just started writing this song. it,
2: it, It came out of like, okay, so we had, we were there for Thanksgiving. So it was just us and them for Thanksgiving. And, you know, Teresa parent, Teresa's parents are in their upper 80s and, you know, they're, they are snowbird in Arizona. So we just spent, you know, you're, you're spending time with people, you know, really well. And, like, everybody has their idiosyncrasies, right, and catchphrases and things like that. So we're just kind of, like, the patterns that we were immersed in over that weekend with family was kind of, like, very fresh in our minds. And then we got back and we're like, oh, we got to write the, gotta gotta write the, the song. song. <laughs> so, you know, and we're just kind of like, oh, let's do this. And then I just grabbed, you know, I almost... Look, I'm an, I'm an electric player that owns an acoustic and I actually grabbed an acoustic guitar on purpose for once and just started playing (laughs) something and we just started, I mean, and just lines just started coming out and we were just kind of like singing them back back to each other, more along lines, trying to make each other laugh was really what the thing was. We Uh were trying to go back and forth and like the, the whole, I think the, the Jesus Christ thing just naturally came (laughs) out of that and we just were laughing at each other and we're like, there's no way we could do this. And we're like, we're definitely doing this.
3: And, yeah, we started it and I'm like, this is like we're just being ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And I'm like, but if if anyone would appreciate this song, it would be David Coyle.
2: <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and Ballard Valley.
2: <laughs> so so I mean so it kinda so, so it kinda so it started the, 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 the germ of the idea started that way. And then um uh, and then, you know, Teresa kinda like was like at first, we did it. She's like, "Oh, whatever." And then we played it again one night, just hanging out, and she's like, "Huh?" And then, and then, as typical so then I, with our process, then Teresa takes it and like runs away for a little bit, yeah. and then comes back and does her magic, like you know. Because
3: he already had like the cool guitar part, uh-huh. like, he can't come up with that. He got he came up with that right away, and so then I'm like, "Okay, teach me the guitar part, so I can go like hang out and." tweak the lyrics mm-hmm. it's a very to cool it.
0: guitar part that's a that's got it, it sets a, such a great tone for the a season
2: it's like a seasonal tone too so uh, i was yeah, trying to do we, something like kind of <laughs> like i was imagining playing classical christmas you know carols and things like that so i just kind of did a little well, it's thing such a singing. great
3: guitar part i almost feel like i should write a better song for it <laughs> like a real christmas not that this isn't a real christmas song but maybe then he gave me this huge compliment that i'm what was it that I'm like Adam Sandler? I write Christmas songs like Adam Sandler. <laughs> oh, no, it's like, okay. like the female,
2: the female Adam female. Sandler, yeah. Oh, of, yeah. Because we were talking about like, you know, before, you know, people have, you know, one of our favorite catchphrases was that Teresa's like the, the love child between Dave Matthews and Joni Mitchell. And I'm like, and Adam Sandler. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I don't think I'm that funny, but I try.
0: <laughs> so when you, when you ran off with the lyrics, though, what, what did you, what, what, how did that work out?
3: That's what I came up with, like the the bridge and the ending.
0: Oh, uh, so we okay. had
3: these. We had a couple of the verses. You know, we'd kind of spewed those out to each other, and then I'm like, "Well, this has to go somewhere." Like, what is it that we're doing? And, and I'm like, "Well, at the end of the night, after or when when at the end of the night, but in the evening after we put up these lights, we did go out and like wander around and look at look at them and how they were glowing and all this. And so I was like, it just I had this you know, like thing of th- thought of like the Grinches and then like all the happiness that came out, you know, like uh-huh. my parents were the Grinches. And then we all like got together and appreciated the <laughs> Christmas spirit we created. So I put that in. And then, um, I, I don't know, the sing along part just felt like what, well, the who's are singing. Like we needed to sing something. So <laughs> yeah, when, this, when like,
2: she came back with that, I was like, Jesus. awesome. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, this is I, I I love this song. Uh, I mean, do you do you consider this to be a finished song? And if not, I what would you
2: what would you do going forward? How would you go about revising it? Well, I have from a technical standpoint, a production standpoint. Um, so where I come from as a guitar player first and songwriter second, mm-hmm. whereas Teresa comes as a songwriter first and I think guitar player second. Uh, you know, I I, I will. As the guitarist, I'm and, and music whenever I had to learn music that was very singer songwriter driven. That's like learning a Bruce Springsteen song is you know, knowing the fact that nothing's gonna be even. It's always gonna be serving the lyric and what's being told in the story and that sort of thing. So that part was was really is is always interesting for me to handle on a technical standpoint of production. So when we go ahead and we're recording this, um, you know, because there was a change of the tempo and these sort of things and we just kinda of wanted to get it done, we didn't <laughs> do any, we, we didn't do anything to a click track. And she's is like, well then you could just overdub all this stuff. I'm like you want me to overdub without a click track. Yeah, I <laughs> a so, so that's why, it, I mean, sorry. I mean, quite honestly, that's why things are, that's I why know. things are a watch and reverb to, it's like, it's like, <laughs> I'm just covering, I'm obscuring the mess <laughs> <laughs> with that. So ideally, ideally I would love to like give it a proper treatment and do it, you know, do it for real. But I, I think it's just got, uh, I love this song. I mean, I was, yeah, when we did nice. it, I was just like, this is awesome. So I'm like, I'm like, I can't wait for other people to hear it. I want it to sound better first, but yeah. Uh, I, th-
3: I think we need to re-record it for sure. I mean, I know my, like my But voice for this purpose, like we did was, this last I night, was, like, right? I was totally you know? warmed oh, sure. up singing it and kind of had a cold yesterday. So we yeah. recorded it. Um, yeah. Uh, and then it was really thinking through the phrasing and like how long we pause between, you know, chunks of lyric because uh-huh. that's part of the dr- drama of the song because I made it faster by, we got like it, they, each verse gets a little less pause, like a little faster. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so I, 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 we could we could like solidify all those little details. So but actually, but I love interested. that too.
2: But at the same time, they're not even too. So it's yeah, like when I'm <laughs> going back to do over, I was like, I played it with her and listened a bunch and was like, okay, I'm hopefully I'm going to get this rightish. ish So... But, you know, that's that's the thing. You know, you play, you know, again, as a as an instrumentalist working with a songwriter, you have to know that there's it's kind of like, you know, driving down a, you know, a a road in the dark with your high beams on and you may not see all the potholes that you're about to be hitting along the Uh way. So you just have to be vigilant.
0: Well, so, Ter- okay. Teresa, when we first pulled, we, we started playing this, right before you, we played it, you, you sounded like you were a little bit, you know, kind of wavering on whether you really liked the song or, or whether you felt embarrassed by it or something like that. But, I mean, <laughs> is this something that you're, do you think it's ready to, to, to play out? Or, I mean, is this something that you're, you are no. you might do a video for no. or something? For...
3: Um, I video, yes. We could make a video. We talked about a video. We think that you're hilarious. We might have to go back to Arizona and like. Or do some kind of Christmas Christmas light theater, you know, like place where you're putting up lights. I'm
2: thinking low budget as hell. Yes, video. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll just take our iPhones outside and we'll put lights. Well, it's, lights it's right
2: been hard. pretty warm lately, so there's a good chance
0: that you might be able to play it outside in front of some Christmas lights here. Oh, okay. so, that would be fun. Yeah.
3: yeah, I I'm. It's more I I guess I kind of never like my songs until I get feedback.
0: Oh, yeah, well, this <laughs> is a great tune. I feel
3: like I don't really, you know, like like unless I really know that, I, you know, unless I really love, this is like, uh, it could go either way. People could be offended by this. People could awesome. not get it. People, can, <laughs> I don't know. So, um, I'm a big yeah. fan of the
2: easily offended though.
3: I'm glad you, glad you <laughs> got it. And, and yeah, I probably wouldn't need to, I don't know about the Grinch, if I could say that in a song too, I could probably couldn't. Uh,
0: you're not going to get sued for mentioning, I, I think know. the name check of the okay. Grinch, I think you're probably safe. Cool. Uh, but, but the, uh, I mean, now if you were to steal like a bunch of Dr. Seuss verse or something, that might might not be the case. I don't know how how litigious is Dr. Seuss's estate, um, but but this is a great tune. I I, I wouldn't. I mean, I. I would encourage you to 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 get it out there and play it and make it your, you know, staple of the Christmas season. And like I said, I think it's if if you're listening to it in the background, it just sounds like a traditional Christmas <laughs> tune. And it's and everybody's the they're going to love it and then they, you know, one day they're going to look at the lyrics a little closer and be like, "Oh, there's something else going on here." Ho ho ho. Um yeah.
3: But we need a bigger choir for the sing-along section, the last part? So maybe we'll get you guys to like We'll send you guys a track and you can sing
0: to it. Well, I know Valerie's gathering a, a crew to go Christmas caroling, so maybe Valerie, you can get a whole group to, to sing the <laughs> yeah, on chorus.
4: Saturday we could do that.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. Fun. All right, that we'll, sounds really fun. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That'll be after the show. Um all right. So this was yeah, this was absolutely fabulous. Any any comments or questions <clears throat> or thoughts before we move on?
1: I think I really related to what you said about not knowing if the song is finished until until it's heard, I kind of feel like someone hearing the song is sort of essential to it being feeling finished or not. Uh, that a song isn't really a song until it's performed, almost to me. So I'm I'm I haven't got, we're about to do me, and I'm, I think I have the same issue. It's like I have no idea about this tune, zero. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's like a perfect segue. Thank you, John. Let's uh, let's move on to uh to John Lynn who's our our next up uh who's next up here but uh, before I uh uh pull up the song do you want to tell us which prompt you decided to go with and and why and were you tempted by any of the others
1: um I picked I combined two of them I picked um the photograph because I I thought it was eggnog like I said before so there's sure. some eggnog in my song and then I picked the fried chicken um yeah, the Japanese fried chicken story. It's not in Japan, though.
0: Well, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to it's be 100%. <laughs> uh, it's just a, just a, just inspiration. All right, this is Kentucky Christmas by John Linn. And here we go.
6: You know, Papa and Jim Bob and Little Roy Jr. Randy and M-
1: Pabst Blue Ribbon, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. So Santa, come on over, it's Christmas in the trailer. Yeah. roll with green beans, little onions, all crispy. Gents are wearing string ties and drinking wild turkey. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. If Santa puts his sleigh up in hock, We got an extra one in front of up on blocks Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Well, Grandma's making mincemeat and swearing like a sailor Well, Santa, come on over, it's Christmas in the trailer And I got you some perfume from the J.C. Penney charlie brown and lucy on the tv merry christmas merry christmas so i pour a little eggnog and i had a little whiskey put on some country christmas tunes because it makes you feel frisky merry christmas Santa come on over, it's Christmas in the trailer
0: Right. That was Kentucky Christmas <laughs> was by great. John Lynn.
5: That's yeah. a hit.
0: Yeah. Well, let's uh let's get some initial <laughs> feedback here. Uh uh Valerie and uh Teresa and Peter. Do you have any thoughts on the song? i to res- say this
4: is very accurate
0: is um, it? of what
4: <laughs> of what Christmas is like in a trailer park. And I think people in trailer parks would love it. I think um,
3: so. I
7: think, you hit yes. you
4: I think yeah. it is a super hit and the guitar also
1: great tone you have. That's a super tone. I got a pedal, a good one.
4: <laughs> I recognize that.
3: I know a girl yep. who sells pedals.
1: I'm Big serious, pedal. Valerie. All I run now is my compressor pedal and your pedal, and it I'm just. I'm gonna make you like a compressor.
0: <laughs> this is uh, we, we we need to get we need to fit this promo in here. We're talking yeah. about Valerie, Pat, uh, Valerie. Sorry, Valerie Bot uh 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 guitar pedals wait uh, effects pedals what do you want to call them what do you what do you let, let's do a quick i
4: go with effects pedals because right now i'm doing a pedal for a kalimba player so I'm trying to branch out into other sounds
0: valerie bought effects pedals dial one um 352 get crunch six get crunch yeah get crunch. <laughs> let me write that down
1: <laughs> no charge no charge <laughs>
2: Teresa and Peter, anything stand out to you? Oh, I love the the uh, I love the, the tease of something familiar at the beginning, and then um, you know just the kind of boogie woogie kind of get down, and just kind of felt like it felt right there. Like I was, it, it just the the imagery and the and the, and the music I thought was kind of was perfect together there. So mm-hmm. I loved it. Very very smart.
3: Lots of good southern details, and and I love it. it's so catchy. I love it. it's just the. Christmas in the trailer. I just, it's perfect. It's
2: awesome. I do have a question. I'm not sure. What, what does up in hock mean? Oh.
1: That's a lyric I struggle with. When you put something in hock, it's when you take it to the pawn shop. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's in it's, hock. It, I've heard about hawking yeah. things, but not yeah. in hock. Put it, was okay. it put
3: in hock, up in
1: hock?
2: There's ad hoc, too.
1: Yeah, uh, up in hock is yeah. just because to make it scan right. You know, that's, that's part of the is this song finished question. Done.
0: <laughs> Well, this is oh, a I,
3: cool idea. Though.
0: This is a great song. You know, I could smell this song. I mean, it just, I, I could smell yes. the, 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 food and, and, and I love, I love myself some Kentucky fried chicken. So I'm, I'm loving, I'm loving this here. Uh, yeah, this was, this was fantastic. And I want to hear all about how you made it.
1: Well, believe it or not, this is a song that would not come for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been writing a lot this year and, um, you know pretty confident when i sit down and i have a bit of a process now that i work through most you know kind of some things to get my songwriting going and it just wasn't working on this tune i when i first saw the fried chicken and the eggnog i thought oh eggnog and fried chickens trailer park christmas i felt like this is great like concept for a song but to get it to actually suss out into a tune for me was really challenging and i was working like yesterday i had maybe got the verse in the chorus uh last night for a half an hour i brainstormed lyrics today i just put it together and recorded it today and it was it just would not i felt like it wouldn't come and part of the thing for me was like like teresa was saying that it this feels like a hard day like a bit of a dangerous song to write because i too like my grandmother lived in a trailer down in florida i lived in kentucky for a while You know, I know what Velveeta is, you know, I know what green bean casserole is, you know, I, it, I don't live in that world anymore, but I sort of know it. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like I could kind of make it my own, but also there's a risk of sort of making fun of people or like Teresa was saying, like offending people. It's like, I don't want to like step over certain lines. And so that's the thing you just, when you write a tune like this, I was nervous really because. You just don't know how it's gonna hit. I know sure. how it hit for me and I kind of trust that, but I still just didn't know how it was gonna
2: hit. Cause you know, don't know if it's to be, is it a celebration? Is it a tribute mm-hmm. or is it, you know, you're making fun of the thing?
1: Right, right. And I tried to lean more towards that first area where it's like, right. can I put like Charlie Brown in there? Can I put in stuffing baked potatoes? Like things that everybody can relate to. So the humanity of these people kind of comes out, um, these people, there we go. But you know what I mean? Um, and the other thing I did was I I had a really had a lot of fun with that lick at the beginning that thing, and I, I pretty much stole that straight from Dwight Yoakam because I was like what <laughs> what who's gonna have a good lick like I was like Dwight Yoakam and I like I, and that's pretty much completely lifted from him but it's I don't think it's. You know, you can't patent it, so it's only four notes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you're playing a telly too, so you're already in the park, so yeah. it's good.
1: You could so you knew that was a telly? I
2: could you hear can I totally hear it.
1: Oh, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you could
3: tell that that guitar in three notes. Actually. Oh, I, yeah.
2: I, I, I used I used that telly f- to do to do the lecture stuff I did. Yeah. So
1: Yeah, and Peter, yeah. I loved how you, I noticed you put like either overdrive or distortion in at the end. I could totally mm-hmm. hear it. On your tune,
2: that was great. It was, you know what? The weird thing is, I was actually playing the same sounds for the whole time. That was just how hard I was hitting the guitar. Oh, that is that is it's literally because I like I my favorite thing with electric playing is play a sound it's kind of like the tom petty thing where you you dial the amp so that if you hit it hard it crunches but if you're pre- playing lighter it's, it's clean and it still has sustain so like my favorite place is to live right like where the guitar depending on your dynamics lives right in that world i to me that's the most fun for like a, for from the rock aesthetic so that's the deal that's a
1: pro tip right there i'm gonna i'm gonna try that Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. So
2: basically, volume on the amp up, volume on the guitar down, and then you use that so you have more like dynamic range. Huh. This is guitar talk. We are. <laughs> you're coming
0: in here. We're in the Peter Lace has Tell us all about it. So, uh, well, this is this is a this is such a just a fabulous uh, dirty little tune here, John. So, so do you feel like this is a finished song, and if not. How would you go about revising?
1: Um, I feel like it's the the form is there. The it's you know the, it's um, I would probably put the guitar solo that's at the end in between the like the second chorus and the third set of verses. Probably, I'd probably change that. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe put a little bridge in it. To make some social commentary or something, but I don't think so. I think it, I think it sits pretty well with this verse-chorus form. Um, again, once I get going with output and with lyrics, there's a ton of discarded lyrics that I have, uh-huh. and I kind of I might look over those. There were some, you know, where the eggnog got spilled in the in the manger. I hope the baby Jesus isn't in any danger. Like there's a whole, <laughs> oh, whole, bunch, right. of, there's a whole bunch of stuff. And, you know oh oh, my you know talking about thanksgiving it was like um um oh i can't remember but there was something that was i hope you know don't somebody said you get too drunk i hope it's not like thanksgiving was you know it's like uh something like that um that that didn't make it off the cutting room floor either but so there's a lot of stuff that maybe i would sing through some of those alternative verses and see if they really feel good to sing and if i really like singing them and um, so yeah, maybe some some lyrical changes like the uh, up in hock. Like I just decided, you know what, it rhymes with up on blocks. I'm just going to stick with it yeah. um, and maybe see if I can find another way to say that. But yeah, and, I, and I'm very happy with, um, again, thanks to Valerie and the pandemic, I actually learned how to play the guitar in the pandemic a little bit. and um, <laughs> And so it's really fun now to kind of Arrange the tunes um, with an electric guitar, which is reasonably new for me. I was always, you know, a folk guy, so I, I, I've, I've really discovered blues and and kind of that Americana country rock sound. You know, Lucinda Williams like that kind of. I just love that mm-hmm. kind of sound.
0: Yeah. Well, so now, now uh, you you both uh, uh, John and and uh, and the and the duo of of Teresa and Peter. Um, you you both did stuff that that you were worried about maybe offending people, and I I'm curious, you know, how much of that had to do with the fact that these were Christmas tunes? Like, would you have felt the same if they were non Christmas tunes, or did, was there a does it feel like there's an extra heightened uh, sense of danger in that type of thing because it's a you, you're trying to write a holiday song? Hmm,
3: good question. It is. It does make it kind of more fun to to push that boundary when it's a, a Christmas <laughs> song. I think. And, um, with our song using Jesus Christ in it with the double entendre, uh-huh. you know, fit, you know, I don't know if it would go as over as well, clearly if it wasn't a Christmas song, but, um, or be as interesting. Um, any thoughts? I, know.
2: I you know, I would say that, well, I, I would agree with that part, but I would also say that I, you know, you never, I mean, you don't necessarily want to go out and, and offend anyone, but at the same time, I think as an artist, you also have to take risks. You know, you got to, part of the thing is to, to say something pr- provocative or to say something that, that, you know, stimulates conversation or ache. Oh, huh, that's a little bit different, you know? Um, as opposed to it being the same formula that you hear all the time. And d- David, to your point before, it's like, you know, the music, you're like, it was perfectly normal and pleasing until you paid attention to the lyrics, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so right I, I take that as a compliment and I think that's great. Mission accomplished. All right, all right, that's good to hear.
1: I, I would, um, I think the, the Christmas part for me, there's so much um, to unpack culturally at Christmas, like there's a lot like if you put Jesus Christ in your song, that puts a lot of weight in your tune, right. And mm. and I feel like, um, you know, Peter and Teresa did that very skillfully, I thought that it's just it just is right on that edge, but it it's so layered up that it it really works. Um, for me, I think I always feel some anxiety about songs that push boundaries a little bit for me. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think Teresa said, like sometimes you just know a song is right and it feels comfortable and I'm not as worried about those tunes performing them, but most of them I am. And Mm -hmm. I think it's because usually the best songs that I've written or the songs that seem to resonate the most with me and with other people are the ones that scare me they may make me cry. Um, uh, They they make me feel embarrassed. You know, those are the ones that seem to resonate with the most people. Mm. And so because they're the most personal. And anytime you're writing and putting something that's really personal out there, I think it definitely feels risky. But you know, like Peter said, that's, as artists, that's kind of what that's what we signed up for. So I'm, I'm getting more used to that feeling. But it's 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 there for me anyway. How, how about
0: you, Valerie? Do you uh, do you ever have songs that you write that you feel are that you're worried are going to offend folks and then that gives you pause? And and do you feel like a seasonal song has any effect on that sort of thing?
4: Um, well, I've never written a seasonal song before you made me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm Defection. really glad that I did. <laughs> Um, I'm constantly worried about offending everyone all the time. Oh, okay. (laughs) So songwriting too. Um, I think I'm getting better at not caring as much about the reaction. If I have given it, you know, if I really put myself into the work and if it's something that I really believe in, I just try to not pay attention to what the reaction is. And, but sometimes that's hard because I sometimes don't get Hear the good reaction either because i'm kind of
1: sure. too scared
4: to hear it either way so i need to figure out how to get the good reaction and yeah, I just the sort bad of reaction let
0: it <laughs> let it come in so yeah 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 to be Don't receptive to, to that. It. I, I think we i think a lot of us struggle with that i know i've i i i how many of you have ever at least at some point in your career as 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 performers like somebody will come up and give you a compliment about some song you just played And your first response is like to apologize for the mistakes that you made in performing it. That's, I, I've, I've done that way too many times.
1: For sure. I don't do it anymore. Yeah. I learned that the, for me, if someone compliments me, I I say, thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've gotten better about it too. Sometimes I get blindsided and still fall back into the old ways
1: it's funny when you when you're up on stage and then you come off and you're like a regular human being again you know like performer person and you know like regular person Mm -hmm. and that's a hard transition to make sometimes for me
2: yeah i totally agree i have a hard time with that one teresa's so great after gigs like talking to people and interacting all i want to do is pack up gear and be be by myself (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm i'm horrendous with it i mean it's it's I,
3: I thought you com- you were always complaining about the fact I get to talk to people and you have to pack up stuff.
2: No, I like I like to complain about it because okay. it sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing this out. <laughs> I appreciate
0: it. Well, all right. Well, uh, speaking of bringing things out, I, I I did I did bring Valerie out to and forced her to do this this challenge, um, and she was. And and I know Valerie, you were a little <laughs> bit resistant to it at first, but but I, I the I reason I brought it to you is because you were doing a bunch of Christmas stuff, and I was thinking, oh, she's gonna love this. But but why don't you tell us, like, what was the what was your process going through, like when you were looking at the prompts and 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 deciding what what direction to go and or not go or however, you know, what what was the the process there?
4: Well, I'm not a um, I'm not one to really write from prompts. It's not been something that I've felt. I did really successful before. Hmm. And I just never write this way. So I, I was like, I'm, and then I've never written a Christmas song. And I've tried, um, because I do love Christmas songs. Um, and so then I was really mad at you because you're making me do this. But now I love you again. I'm <laughs> happy about my songs I wrote. <laughs> I appreciate you challenging me out of my comfort zone. My pleasure. Um, so I actually wrote two songs. Do you want me to talk about both or the shorter one?
2: They're both things that you made her do that's right
4: they're both things they i both i wrote them both the same night oh wow Uh, and i wrote the first one and then this and then i was like well i can't take this one and then i wrote the second one but then you said bring that first one again you told me to so
0: (laughs) (laughs) i recorded both of them (laughs)
4: because i just do what you tell me well Uh, i popped into your
0: i popped into your 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 uh live streaming christmas show and that was where you and i just happened to be there right when you played that song and uh I think you apologized for playing it because what, I didn't you know play- if I like
4: we didn't have any nondisclosure agreement with this. We podcast. did not have
0: an NDA that I did not make you all sign NDAs. That's true. <laughs> so.
4: Okay, so I've actually I have performed this, since well, on YouTube I got no actual reaction, but Dave texted that he liked it, so it seemed it was some reaction. Um, I started with both. I thought it was eggnog also, and I really like. I did not like the word Yule shard, but I liked that idea. -hmm. And I started with that idea of um, Yule shard, and so this is for my song that it doesn't feel like Christmas without you. Um, So it won. This one is uh, when I started writing it. It was in the sense of like, I never wrap my presents until Christmas Eve, and that was like the first idea that I had, which is me, Um, and or I was trying to think of like I never go Christmas shopping and. And then I went to the well, why am I doing this?" And um, overly, I cried like three times writing this because I got overly emotional mm. about that, like, what are the reasons that you would be such a procrastinator on Christmas Eve? And I decided, you know, that the person is, you know, really sad and lonely, and so this is a most sad and lonely Christmas song of all time.
0: Well, let's okay, well, let's listen to that then it's it, it doesn't feel like Christmas. Without you by Valerie Bott and here we go
7: I' probably wrap the gifts on Christmas Eve Until then there won't be much beneath my Christmas tree I won't turn on the lights until it snows If we get a flake this year, heaven only knows I promise that it's not procrastination I know that it's a time for celebration But I didn't send out Christmas cards this year I haven't seemed to muster up any Christmas cheer I didn't hang the wreath up on the door you're not here, I'm not sure that it matters anymore I know that I could use some consolation All I've got left here are these festive decorations Doesn't feel like Christmas without you It doesn't feel like Christmas without you Elvis Presley spoke it true When he called it blue Doesn't feel like Christmas without you I hung the angel on the highest bough Both wings pointing up to heaven like you showed me how Your stocking is still hanging next to mine I promise that I'll hang it there until the end of time I don't say it out of obligation It's my way of coping with this lousy situation Doesn't feel like Christmas without you Doesn't feel like Christmas without you Elvis Presley spoke it true when he called it blue Doesn't feel like Christmas It doesn't feel like Christmas no doesn't feel like Christmas
0: without you. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, that was It Doesn't wow. Feel Like Christmas Without You by Valerie Botton. I would have been really upset if you hadn't brought this song. I think this yeah, is... I I, I I think you mentioned that you were worried it was too sad, and I'm thinking there's no too sad for christmas christmas is the sad songs are a, those are like uh that's a christmas tradition and this is this falls well into that this is this is a lovely song and i should say that i also um just a little side note i really love the reference to elvis presley <laughs> that just that just was so so cool there in the chorus does, does anybody else have any initial reactions to the song
1: yeah i love it <laughs> I think um, I also will piggyback on the Elvis Presley. Great, just again, carries, it just adds like this weight to the chorus. It's so nice. Um, The other thing I think, there's so many relatable details in it, you know, the little Christmas details, you know, things you did together, taught me how to put the angel on the tree, that stuff. And the other thing is this feels like a song to me uh, I think Gillian Welch does this a lot where it feels like a song that was sort of plucked out of an older old time mm. like but doesn't like it could have been written a long time ago like I hear Joni Mitchell in this a lot um, like the river a little bit like a kind of very poignant sad song um, and I just loved it thank you thank Ballard. you so much it's beautiful I have been right uh, playing a lot more Christmas songs
4: this last couple of weeks and I felt like it was more that traditional Christmas kind of chord progression hmm. um, in the song.
2: Yeah, you definitely accomplished that feel, that timeless feel for that. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the thing. It's like that when you write for the genre of Christmas, you can, you have the, I mean, obviously there's all the pop stuff that's become popular, but if you kind of just channel classic Christmas tunes, like you kind of can't go wrong, they become timeless songs. Yeah.
3: Oh, great job, Valerie. Love it. Thank I you mean, so it much. really is. A, um, I don't know. I wanted to read all the lyrics again. I mean, just all the details are really, really important. And I love like, like, like sad Christmas songs are so important. I don't know. That seems like a weird way to say it. We have so much cheese and so much mm. out there. That's like Christmas is this happy, jolly time, you know, and that's just not reality for so many people. And so I think that's why this is so relatable. That, like this is the kind of song that needs to be out there. So, Thank you. Yeah. I like great that. Great job. Yeah. Amazing.
1: Yeah, Christmas is really, like, you get all the feelings at Christmas, you know, and um, so uh, I really liked the, also the guitar part, um, and the different emphasis you had on some of the beats, it was, I don't know, it just was really kind of unique and also simple, you know, and that's a tough thing to pull off, so I'm a big fan of this tune, I really like it. Thank
4: you so much. Well, as soon as I wrote it, I was like, this is really depressing and I can't share this. And so I went on Facebook, (laughs) opened up my phone, opened up my phone to my Facebook to scroll away and be like, and the first thing I saw was uh, my friend Tanya. She posted this meme and it said, dance like Frosty, shine like Rudolph, give like Santa, love like Jesus. and but actually i only read the first two lines and i was like well that's kind of smart and i started writing it i had to go back the next day and be like what meme was that what did i see what was it and and i hadn't read that last line and i think it would have taken me a whole different place but (laughs) jesus is in here and i got the eggnog (laughs) and it's just this i feel like is a very classic christmas song that's like just just stay, very short, which most of them are really short, um, and so it's like that. That's
0: All awesome. right, well let's let's take a listen to it. This is called "Oh, It's Finally Christmas Time," also by Valerie Bot. Here we go.
7: Dance like Frosty in the falling snow Shine like Rudolph with his nose aglow Laugh like Santa, say ho 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 It's finally Christmas time Have a hot apple cider or a cold eggnog Stoke up the fire with a yuletide log Sing happy birthday to the Son of God Oh, it's finally Christmas time Let's string the lights up in the tree and Hang the mistletoe. we take the family caroling and jingle as we go. Dance like Frosty in the falling snow. Shine like Rudolph with his nose aglow. Laugh like Santa say ho, ho, ho. it's finally Christmas time. Oh, it's finally Christmas time.
0: Oh, All right. That was oh it's finally Christmas time by Valerie Bott. And and uh yeah, let's get some initial reactions. I thought that was just a just a jaunty little tune. It was it was great, it was perfect for the season.
3: Awesome. I I just I could see it being like one of those like 45s in a jukebox. I mean that's what it sounds like. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I wanted it, I did want it longer though, but that's just me. I just mm. want more. So if you want it
4: write another verse i bet you could come up with something we, we did play it um last sunday at the christmas concert we did and uh we just played it twice with a really long oh,
0: solo yeah. in the a middle. great
3: idea
5: and you that's, a, you that's,
0: like a, that's like such a traditional christmas song thing to do right <laughs> yeah how many christmas songs you just repeat the yeah yeah that's perfect yeah. that's perfect oh yeah well let's well okay well let's 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 uh well first off any other initial reactions
1: I, I really got like a 1950s country vibe, like Jingle Bell Rock. I guess it's the 60s or, you know, like mm-hmm. um, uh, what's that one about the Christmas party hop? You know, that one? Uh, I don't yeah. know. It just like kind it's of has down. that little like jangly pop feeling to it. Really great.
0: Thank you. Well, 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 well Valerie, let's get into the let's get into the nitty gritty here. How did you how did you write these songs? Let's let's go back to uh, It Doesn't Feel Like Christmas Without You. What was the the process behind that?
4: Well, um, once I got started on that idea of why I would be a Yule shard, without using that word because that's mm. a p- horrible word, <laughs> but the, the idea was really good. Um, I didn't want to try to rhyme that word. Yeah. Um, but the idea I thought was really interesting, and I probably I think I'm in a like a bit of a sad place of not being with my family on Christmas, and so it's that idea of like you know not being able to go home and not you know. And in, and, and then also thinking about, you know, people that are not here with us. And um, also, I just in in general, I'm an emotional person. So mm. I sat, um this kind of, I wrote it pretty quickly in about 20 minutes. And um, and I didn't, I just, there was only one line that I changed the next day while driving in the car, um, but it was really just for, you know, writing. And then I wrote it about a week ago and just recorded them both last night. After I wrote it, I really just was like, it's too sad to share. And so the other one is a reaction to that, which is, I think the complete opposite. <laughs> I might be bipolar. <laughs> this is what this is telling me. It's a bipolar Christmas, that's the next
2: song. It's two sides to every Schwartz. Right, yeah. <laughs>
0: I yeah I went both both ways for this. So now what's your what's your now I mean you wrote these quickly so, um, I mean, so are you writing the lyrics and the music pretty much at the same time or or do you whip out the chord chords and then and then just overlay lyrics real quick or what 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 what's your process?
4: I um, recently bought a little Martin guitar and so I have a new <laughs> process with my Lil' Martin because it's to, it's small enough that I can write on my desk while playing. Okay. um, And not uh, my other guitars are too large for me to really um, do both at once. So I uh, only about, you know, a couple months now I've been writing this way, but I've been writing a lot more together before. I think I would try to, I would write the song words and melody and then try to fit the chords in. And Mm. sometimes it's hard to uh, do well. And um, so I also just really tried to use very standard chord progressions that I felt were standard Christmas song. I'm really into Christmas and I'm showing my Christmas song binder that I've made of, uh, for my Christmas song. Let's, where let's I decorated uh, it.
0: I mean, let mean, let me describe tree. it. Let me describe it for the <laughs> listeners out there. Wow. It's a, it's a black three ring binder. It's got a, Lovely uh, Christmas tree. Did you did you put that together with
4: construction? Paper, paper. yeah,
0: yeah. That's what it looks like. I'm
4: 44. (laughs) I'm 48. I know all about this stuff.
0: And it's got snowflakes around it. And what is what's the banner on top? What does it's it say something? Christmas songs. Christmas songs. That is yeah. lovely. I wish I, you know, I've got some three ring <laughs> binders, but they're all just like totally, you know, you know, dented and scraped. And, you know, I just Pax threw them together. Yeah, exactly. Pax it's like I it's an old used, you know, reused folder. That's that's awesome. Yeah. And I bought a hat. <laughs> well, well, so how I did love the Christmas? Well, so how did it feel to do it to a prompt? Like, like you said, it's not—that's not how you usually do uh, do your writing.
4: No, it gives me a little anxiety, and also it feels like in a school assignment, and I think that scares me. Um, that I won't get it done on time, or on I'll get a bad grade. I don't know. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I won't. I won't be on topic. Maybe um, I'm not good. Um, I know you all from song school. I'm not good at doing them at song school either. Hmm. Only very few classes have I done where you have to write a song quickly. Well, are, um, are, are and I don't have a with... problem writing a song quickly uh-huh, I just, uh-huh. I, until you tell me to, and then I break down and hmm. get scared. Well, are you happy with results? I am, I really like the short song. Like I think it's fun and um, I enjoy playing it a lot. The first song, I think I want to make a video of it for my YouTube, um, but I can't fathom playing it in oh. with other christmas songs oh no what do you, you should wait 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 can we like if i off 12. some sad christmas songs there's
0: like uh <laughs> what is i'll be home for christmas, christmas if only in my dreams right i mean there's like I what, are some, sad, what
1: are some other sad blue christmas you, it's in your song blue christmas in the bleak midwinter awesome. I awesome that one today. best hymn yeah, ever
0: you know yeah no lots of great i I just learned
3: the uh, john lennon happy christmas song which is actually so sad Mm -hmm. if you really Mm -hmm. listen to it
0: yeah yeah that's true yeah Yeah. so don't i wouldn't i I, and in fact i would expect that i I bet i bet people would love to hear that amongst i mean you know do whatever do three parts happy songs and one part you know sad songs i think that would be what people would love to hear so i i mean i would say you know do what you do but boy i wouldn't hesitate to play that song anytime
1: so. I think, thank you. <clears throat> that's a song people some people need to hear. Yeah. It will help them.
0: Well that's, that's a great well, I agree. That yeah, that's I mean when I hear because I've had you know, I, I I get I get down. I think we all get down and, and I know different people want to hear different things. Some people when they're down they want to hear happy music. Uh, but when I'm down, I really like to hear sad music. That that makes me feel like I'm not alone, you know. Is that anybody anybody feel that way? Oh yeah
4: yeah well kind of, maybe kind of in the way that i feel like y'all feel scared to be offended offend other people i mm. kind of feel scared to make other people as sad like mm-hmm. i don't want to yeah. like spread my sadness
1: um that's no but they're from Christmas their own time. sadness and that's sometimes, sometimes it's that's how you connect with people that's even how you, deeper yeah, yeah you sure. i think sadness culturally sadness is kind of a shadow emotion in our culture so i think as an artist writing about sadness i think is really useful
0: yeah absolutely you know it's funny i i do hear that though from a lot of performers out there is when they're putting together sets they feel like they have to put a lot of dancey happy songs in there and they shy away from some of the sadder stuff unless that's kind of just their main focus um but yeah i I think mixing it up and, and then of course sometimes you get those really upbeat sad songs
2: the the motown effect right so um but I don't know about you guys. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, like for me, like Jeff Buckley is intense to listen to. Like right. I have a hard time getting through an entire record. Like I can, I can hit because the songs are so deep and they're so wrenching.
3: And I and, love it. I like, I like. I see, like I'll, and I'll cry need a Motown, and... I'll need to,
2: I'll need a Motown or jam Bang cleanse after that, you know. And but then, but the thing is, then I want to come back and I want that too. But I guess mm-hmm. I don't want to go all the way there. Sure.
3: Well, I, I do. I want to go. Exactly. I, I just freaking love it.
2: yeah
0: well it's yeah there's just different constituencies out there constituencies that's a good word there's a different there are different audiences (laughs) we're we're here this is politics talk
5: uh
0: (laughs) uh, so well valerie let's 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 hear about um i mean do you do you feel like these are finished tunes uh or do you want to revise them uh you know what do you want to do with these going forward
4: i feel they're about as done as they're going to be. Okay. Um, I I question the first line of my sad song. I've sung it a different way every time whether I'll probably wrap the book uh, gifts or I won't wrap the gifts or um, what do I have on this one? I plan to wrap the gifts. I've done it many ways. Mm. <laughs> that was my right before I sent you the lyrics or, or Right before I recorded it last night, this is you what I
0: went with. You just settled on that, oh, well. yeah.
4: So I'm not. Sh- That's the only line that I'm not exactly sure if I'm saying it how I want. Syllabically.
0: How much do you uh, when you're performing songs? Because you're you're. I mean you you you're really you do a lot of performing. I mean, do you do you find that with your songs as you're performing them, you find little tweaks that you want to do to them, or is it or you pretty much stick to it the way that you, you had it when you decided to play it
4: um it would probably be the same i do a lot of probably a lot of more melodic differences um mm-hmm. when i perform it um, when i perform things especially over and over again um, like adding I mean, as i know the song better i can add more to it lyrically mm-hmm. with my voice
0: well, these are a couple fabulous tunes, Valerie. Thank you so much for for bringing them both in. Uh, I think this is these are great. So, all right. Well, as as uh, as is customary, uh, I was uh, supposed to write a couple tunes, and. Uh, Boy, well, this was really tough for me this year, because uh, let's see, I started out, uh, none of the, the, you know, I chose these prompts, right? I gave them to you. None of them were speaking to me. And uh, so I started out, I you know, I've been changing jobs. Last last Friday, I was the last day at one job, then this Monday was the first day at another. And uh, it's been just a period of transition. So, uh, so the first thing I came up with was I was going to write a song about getting a job on christmas day and this is what i came up with it's not a complete this is just a a memo but let's hear this is got a job on christmas day by yours truly i got a job on christmas day shaking all the bells and cleaning the sleigh Santa's home and now he's a- play i got a job on christmas day okay so that was that was the first direction i was thinking about going and it just wasn't doing it for me so um so i went back to the prompt list and um i decided well you know i should try that favorite christmas song thing and try to do a response so my favorite christmas song i've I've decided is uh um uh what is it baby please come home by uh, you know
6: baby please come home baby please come home
0: which i first heard by YouTube 2 but it was originally by um darlene love but uh but that's probably my favorite songs uh christmas song so uh so i thought well what's the opposite of that and the, the what would be your response which is basically uh christmas it's christmas go away so this is my this is my my stem of a song it's christmas go away here we go it's christmas go away go away yeah It's Christmas, go away, yeah! It's Christmas, go away, yeah! Da 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 da
6: da 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 da, da. It's Christmas, go away, Ha It's Christmas, go away, yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah! All right, so that was the second idea that I came up with, and I decided that. I don't know that that's where I kind of got resistant and I was like "Eh, that may be a little bit too nasty so so I decided not to go with that um and then it was coming up on last night and uh I was exhausted and uh I was thinking okay I I don't think I can pull out a real song so I'm I'm gonna just try to do an instrumental um which I've I've done occasionally and uh and just not even worry about the lyrics because the lyrics lyrics oftentimes are the 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 trickiest part so so i sat down and and uh and came up with this instrumental which i'm calling sledding season sure we'll go with that so here's here's uh sledding season Okay, and that's when I fell asleep. And I'm afraid I'm afraid <laughs> that that there was no Christmas miracle <laughs> this year. And and in fact, this is this is the first episode of the show where there was a challenge where I have not finished a song. So I apologize. I thank you first off. I thank you all <laughs> for for, uh, for for doing the challenge and being very very stu- you know, very committed to it. Um, no and, apology
3: necessary. And oh my gosh. gosh!
0: So this was uh, so kind yeah, of was, awesome.
2: You hated your own prompt. Yeah, <laughs> it was.
0: <laughs> it was just this was just a tough week. This just ended up being a really tough week because I'm working, you know, a few more Get hours a uh, with a new job, and just yeah, there's a you know certain stress involved, and I just was more exhausted than 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 I'm used to. So. So that's where that was, Um, but it was, uh, but I I like writing Christmas songs. I actually like writing holiday songs, just sort of in general. Um, And you know, when Arbor Day comes around, maybe I'll have an Arbor Day round table and have everybody write about trees. Uh, That'd probably go over pretty well here in Boulder. I don't know about, you know, I mean, we can find some people that are tree huggers. Uh, But uh, yeah, so that's that's what left there. And um, I just thought it would be kind of interesting to play kind of the song stems, I I think, uh, that's actually pretty common for me. Uh, when I'm writing a song, I'll I'll do a voice memo, and it'll oftentimes be me scatting something. Uh, occasionally, I'll you know take it the next level, and I'll actually have a guitar part, and and I'll just just capture that first verse, chorus, verse, chorus kind of thing. Um, and, so, what do you? What about you all? What, what when you're just at the beginning, when you're just messing around with ideas, do you do you do anything like that? Do you do? You, how do you capture those?
4: You rock a lot harder than I do um it's what i realized <laughs> like i don't rock. like you
0: really rock i don't um
4: i'm now gonna try that your thing on my voice memo where i really like how you kind of stat with the song that's something i have not tried
0: but oh yeah it's it's awesome oh thank you yeah. Yeah, is that no, how I, I rock? rock? It's like I should get you into scat rock. rock. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No, no, oh, I don't think that's what scatting? you think that is. Oh, um,
4: <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, but it's uh No, I really like how you your, your <laughs> okay. method of writing. Um, I thought is is different. Is a lot different than how I think of the melody of the song, because um, mm. you're you're doing not just the vocal line. You're instrumentalizing the whole song from the beginning. Um, and I think that's a larger concept than I ever start with.
0: Oh, interesting. That's interesting.
4: I felt yeah. the drums and everything when you sang it. Like it yes. was wow. a bass and a thing. I felt, you know, it felt, I could hear the whole, yeah, agree in, with your, that. in your voice memo. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I'd also say your okay. sledding season song, if you repeated it three times, done. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll keep it. Well, maybe yeah. I'll, uh, <laughs> maybe I'll whip up, by the time I finish editing this, maybe I'll have a three,
2: I'll, I'll have a mm-hmm. nice recording of that and I'll just repeat it at the end. Because it could just be a blues and that and then that'd be perfectly acceptable. There you, you go. You don't need three lines in a blues song.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's sort of, yeah. So I'll just i'll i'll, I'll do that. Uh, I'll do that progression there, and then at the very end of it is like, and my woman done me wrong. You know, like that. <laughs>
3: that's, that's all you need in a blues. On true. Christmas. On Christmas, and it's Christmas. And you have
1: to no, wake Christmas. up in the morning. That's the other thing you have to do in a blues song. Wake up in
3: the morning. We'll the
2: guy wearing the a thong. Right. <laughs> just write
0: your song.
2: And my woman done me wrong on Christmas. I and and she, she, she took my bong.
1: That was one of the wrongs she committed. That was
2: <laughs> one
3: of the
2: wrongs. Yeah. Bang that gong.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and
0: sing a song.
3: I We never answered your question, though. I feel a little like, oh, wait, when you go back to like how we, st- wasn't the question like how we start songs?
0: Well, yeah. How do you, I
6: mean, do you guys, I, do you ever I mean, work with song I, stems I'm, like that? I
3: always just, I end up with writing, you know, writing the lyrics part, but it's, it seems to be changing when I'm with Peter. Like if he's coming up with a guitar part, then I can hear, it's easier for me to hear a melody and try to fit the words into this guitar part as opposed to brain dump a bunch of words that go and ideas and images mm-hmm. and stuff. So that's sort of how I often will start and then piecemeal it together, but I don't know, it's evolving. Well, yeah, it cool. and
2: and and I pl- I play all the time, and what I like to do, what I found um, a lot of uh, success for myself in the past is is if I record if I try to sit down and write a song can't write a song but if I go ahead and one thing I like to do is I would a former guitar teacher of mine said you know back in the days when we had cassette recorders it's like just when you go to practice just record yourself and typically with him it's like record yourself playing to a metronome and then but just improvise or do whatever you want but doing this so this is constructive practice and then what I would do is like on my commute I would listen to my practices and stuff like that and I would like oh there's there's a cool song idea there's something there's a little nugget so then I would mine my own stream of consciousness for ideas Mm. and then go ahead and and develop those things so i'm always exploring the guitar and i'm always trying to come up with new things and we know whether it's using a pedal to get a cool sound or or just something else to get inspired by but i'm always trying to figure out the the diddly bits of like how to how, how to how to create a sound so and then you know teresa's coming at it from the opposite angle and and she'll, she'll hear me play something and then like, well, we'll do something or she'll tell me about an idea and then I'll start playing something yeah, because it's it's yeah. channeled something in that way. So
3: I come up with the concept or I tell them about the idea of a song.
2: Well, what, well, how
0: do you But I'm kind of interested is like when you get unfinished ideas, like what's your what's your method of capturing? How about you? How about you, John? When you're if you have something that's like you think it's a good idea, but you're you know, you're not ready to finish it right away. Um, I mean, do you do you have a place, a way of shelving that for a while?
1: I could show it to you. There's, I have a like <laughs> a giant folder full of like cocktail napkins and you know oh, with wow. ideas and you know pieces of scrap paper and whatever. Um, I think I I the, like what you're calling a song stem, which is just like a lyrical or melodic idea. I do mm-hmm. use a voice recorder those for those if I get some kind of inspiration, mm-hmm. or I'll jot down some lyrics or like things I hear in conversation when I'm walking around the city are really fun sometimes. You know? Oh okay put those in there. However, I have discovered that if I don't finish a song, close to the time I start writing it, it usually doesn't get written at all. So yeah, I this I'm part of a writers group here in Washington, DC. Well, it's on zoom, but um, and we do have people, there's some people from song school in it too, from Colorado, and um, I've been working the last five or six months. um, When I write, when I get a rough draft, maybe on that Thursday when we meet, my goal is to finish the song, have kind of a pretty much finished rough draft by the following week. And I, I have written, that's really been good for me. Like I feel like finishing songs is really where I am right now um, because it's great. If you finish a song, you can you can record it or make a video of it, and then you can move on to the next thing you're going to do. And I've, I've found that that's been really helpful for me right now. I, I tend to have great ideas that I have a song from 15 years ago at song school that I was great. I loved it. It was, I had so many great ideas. It was seven minutes long and it was like one of the first songs I wrote that I actually liked and it still isn't finished, you Mm -hmm. know, it's like 15 years ago. So it's like, I'm kind of like, it's good enough, finish it, move on, keep writing. And that's, um, yeah like i usually do some writing and some like word trees and i have a couple like sort of stream of consciousness exercises i do in my writing that that just primes my subconscious a little bit so when i go to the guitar i have some stuff kind of activated in my body a little bit and then generally when i go to the instrument something will come out that will lead me in a certain direction i'm like oh this song may be about this but that's a long answer to
0: yeah no I've written songs
1: a bunch of ways so
0: oh sure 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 we have now come to that portion of the program where uh you can promote yourselves so not not to say that that you couldn't have done that earlier but right now it is that key moment where you can like really put it out there so let's let's start with uh Teresa and Peter what what uh what kind of stuff where can people find your music uh what you got coming up in the new year
3: Right now, we're mostly working on a new album for Teresa Storch Band. We
0: mm-hmm. do have
3: a band together, we have a couple other folks who uh, join the two of us. So we're not a duo. We actually get other other folks to play um, when it's not a pandemic. But we're getting we're, we're looking at booking more shows. Um, and so this new album, like, I have no idea what it's going to be called. We have a good ten songs started, half like half recorded. So we're going to keep working on that. But you can find us at TeresaStorch.com. That's basically where. Our stuff is, Peter has his own site that's sort of his, I don't know. Do you have your own yeah. thing still? You're putting out videos of your, sometimes he makes videos of himself doing guitar things. I've seen, I, I I've seen him. I've seen him.
2: You know, I, I, quite honestly, I mean, the focus right now, I mean, for me is, is definitely the stuff that Teresa and I do together. So whether we call it just Teresa's Storch or Teresa Storch Band, um, I think that's that's kind of like the main focus. And like I said, we have we've got ten songs done, the basics done, and we're kind of doing like overdubs and things like yeah. that right now. And our producer is uh, on tour right now. So he plays, um, he plays in Trans Siberian Orchestra, and so he's out there. You know, he, his name's Tony Dickinson. You should follow his Instagram. It's hysterical because he's always talking about like because TS, TSO is all about like lasers and fire and all this, yeah, all these really sorts funny. of things. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a heavy metal Christmas spectacular, Woo. and uh, it just, it's all, it's very, it's very funny, funny commentary on just like fire appearing and precarious releases and all sorts of things. <laughs> so it's definitely but, he's But
3: r- Tony Dickinson. Tony Dickinson's his name. Is, right.
2: is, super fun and I play with him in a band called Silva and that's very different music and uh but anyway, any rate the but this is what we're, we're really excited to to get this this record out and it's this is what's different is that everything else Treece has done before has been as a singer-songwriter and as, as an individual um so this is the first time it's kind of like you know we're, we're really this
3: focusing sp- on this as, as a band we're, yeah we're mm-hmm. trying to create a, a an album as a band and uh, our drummer though had twins in January, so he's been pretty busy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
3: so it's it's yeah yeah, but we pull him in when we can. It's still, it still wants to be part of it all. So,
2: so stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, I'll be looking forward. Next to that. year, good stuff happening next it'll be, year. It'll be done, yeah.
3: and uh, but, we'll, but we want to get back on on uh, on the stages and playing around town.
2: But not at the Walnut Room. Boo! Ooh, my wait, venue wait,
4: wait, wait! <laughs>
0: let's not here. let's not bust out. I don't I don't even know what this is about. So let's, they're going to blacklist my my podcast now. That's but Oh no! No,
2: they close oh. they close the venue. Oh oh, I see. Oh well, that's they're it, They decided to, to to turn it into like a putting green. They, they oh, put in yeah, a golfing
3: sucks. like game. I don't quite golf simulators. Golf
0: Screw simulator. golfing simulators! I don't care Instead if they listen venue. to my podcast. <laughs> It's very heartbreaking. Oh, it was yeah. awesome that's too ring. bad. That's too bad. No, oh, no. Okay, well, well, we'll look for you all over the place. Well, you know, they might let you play on the golfing green. Maybe. You know, that's possible. Yeah. You might negotiate. And it's like, hey, guys, there's musical vibes here. Uh, John Lynn. Hey, what's, com- what's coming up? What? Uh, how do people find your music? And what do you got coming and uh, doing yeah, in the uh, new year?
1: You can find me at uh, johnlynmusic.com. Um, And there's links there to also to the band after the flood which is my americana group here in dc Um, on facebook it's at john lynn music and at after the flood music um on the facebook's and um i am in the early stages of pre-production for my new record which has a working title of sinners and saints and um, currently interviewing producers and working on repertoire. So it's really quite a, right at the beginning, but um really looking forward to getting a collection of what I've been doing over the last few years. Um, it's gonna be super eclectic, a um, lot of traditional folk, and then some of the up-tempo and electric stuff you heard. Um, so it's kind of like a transitional record, I feel like for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, looking to gig more in the new year um, with my collaborators here in DC. and. Um looking forward to that.
0: All right. Valerie Bot, what you got uh, coming up, and how can people find your music?
1: People can find me um, on
4: Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube at Valerie bot music. that's b h a t Valerie Bot music, or my website Valerie Dash music, the little hyphen, not the word dash.. Um, yes. and I've been uh, I have a whole playlist of Christmas songs that I've done with my friend Jack Hadley. That i've got out that i hope you listen to and i've been working on also doing more content videos and i've started doing that and just focusing on playing out more in the new year
0: and i'm excited for that and your your content videos i mean more content videos because you do like what is it two a week right now
4: is well it- i've been doing music videos but i'm also starting to do like videos about things oh so I've, i have I've done one video about a pedal guitar pedal, which mm. um, and that seems to be going well. And then another I just released last week about my personal weight loss, um, mm. and so it's a episode about how I did that.
0: You are you are putting out tons of material, so definitely, yeah, check check that out. And uh, and and I just want to thank you all once again. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been a fabulous, fabulous time. I, I've really enjoyed each and every one of your songs. Um, and uh, I hope to hear uh, I hope to hear the fully produced versions coming up here some, sometime soon. If not, if not this year, then maybe next year. And that's a wrap. Be sure to like and review the podcast, and you can follow me on Twitter at David L. Coyle or on Facebook at Dave Coyle's Musical Extravaganza. If you have any questions for me or about any of my guests, you can email me at songwriting at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, please consider contributing to the program via Venmo, at Dave Coyle or PayPal.me/DaveCoyle. In the meantime, keep your songwriting raw and riveting.
6: Well, I'm a ham, I'm a ham, I'm a Christmas ham. I'm a ham, I'm a ham, I'm a Christmas ham. As we put me in the oven and the timer rings and done, and then I am what I am, I'm a Christmas ham. Got my Santa suit on my Santa suit on Got a bag of tricks and mistletoe my favorite stocking and i got my Santa suit on Well, I know no one else makes me feel like you do Spending Christmas with you Well, I woke up one morning with eggnog on my face My feet were off the cold. A burnt-out fireplace, saw beneath a blanket, an angel on my couch, and dangling from her fingers was a lovely little pouch. I took it from her hands, opened up it just to see. A tiny envelope with a note made out to me. I saw what she wrote, the message that I read, and the tiny little note. Well, this is what it said. It said I know no one else makes me feel like you do. Christmas with you spending Christmas with you spending Christmas with you spending
0: Christmas with you Merry Christmas everybody
6: oh. 好 oh.